Hello, Pastor Deborah here again, and this is another class of the King's International Spiritual Care University. We are still in the courses called BASIC. We have moved to this, I believe it's the second, maybe third section, where we're talking about ancient BASIC history. Now, I've got my students here. I put the word out. They knew it's Saturday. And uh, I usually try to do some webcamming. The house is quiet and try to teach so you can learn. Remember, this university is free. You don't have to register and there's no test by me. You just register with your heart and you'll take your test out in the world with people. When a situation arises, your faith will rise up. You will believe what you have learned. You will try it out. You will test it. And you'll either go, oh, it's real and it works. And your faith will grow. That's your test. And then you will be demonstrating the power that I learned about from the kingdom of heaven that's written about in most of your spiritual books especially the Bible, about supernatural spiritual beings in an unseen realm. It goes by many names. Some people call it forces, ancestors, power, <clears throat> connections. But I learned in the faith of Christ Jesus from the kingdom of heaven about an ancient power. That's what this class is going to be on. And I see I have a lot of people here today that are from the world of the occult, some government leaders, because they are always trying to understand power. In the journey that I took from being a mental health counselor over here, knowing all those concepts, laws, rules, therapies, treatment to help people with problems as you know I was asked to put that down forget about it and learn a whole new way new ideas new concepts and to be taught through the Holy Spirit through books through movies through preaching through sermon personal experiences uh, in movies anything that my teacher felt I would learn from. I always read books. I always watched movies, biographies. I was always wanting to know the truth. I never really read a lot of uh, fictional things. I wanted the truth. So, but I watched movies. So God was able to use them to help me. Each one of you may be different on what he uses, how he teaches you, how he confirms things to you. Helping people is a very serious business. People's lives are in your hands. And I learned you come up against ancient power. I did not know this until I got on that team at a church called the Deliverance Team slash the personal ministry team 
and proceeded to do what the Catholic Church calls exorcisms. And I proceeded to see ancient beings hearing them, looking at them directly in the eyes of the people that we were trying to help. I knew nothing about this. I had no training in it. I was fortunate enough to sit under the coordinator for many, many sessions. I observed her words. I sat in church. I sat in a church that uh, a young man who's now gone on to heaven had seen a powerful, powerful revival in Argentina. His name was Evangelist Steve Hill. And he had never seen these things either. He went through Teen Challenge. They didn't cast him out. Became an Assembly of God minister, youth pastor. Never heard about it. But he went down into Argentina after he went through Costa Rica's training to learn Spanish. And there was a man down there who worked in a factory making nuts and bolts. Can't remember his name. Maybe it was Carlos Andacondia. Not quite sure. And the story goes that he didn't go to Bible school. And he started preaching. Now, that area was very Catholicism, Catholic. And here was an Assembly of God pastor and his wife trying to plant Assembly of God churches as missionary evangelist. And he was doing, I guess, okay. Don't know. Didn't know him at the time. But something happened through this man who worked in a nuts and bolts factory. He started having services, things that this young pastor, Steve Hill, had never seen before, started manifesting. And they were called demonic spirits. Okay, that was a new one for him and his wife. Then he started seeing some powerful miracles occur in the services. People who had no dentist and needed teeth, gold teeth started appearing in the mouth. So this young evangelist was exposed to ancient power. He saw both sides in this, I think it was called the Argentine Revival. I think, I'm not sure how many years it lasted. But it so impressed him that he started talking to Assembly of God ministers back up here in Pensacola, Florida. And the one pastor that I had did not know at the time either, he had gotten to the point he was, um, I think the pastor of Brownsville Assembly of God, I think his name was Pastor John Kilpatrick, I think that's his name, I don't think he's there anymore. He had gotten, by listening to this Steve, down in Argentina and and he knew Steve Steve was so excited thrilled had never seen such stuff never seen God this ancient power do such thing never seen demonics manifest never was taught it in teen challenge it's Bible school the assembly of God never did so he starts talking to this pastor, John Kilpatrick. And John Kilpatrick starts getting, I'm not satisfied. I have a beautiful church, maybe 1,500 people, brand new building. I'm on television. People are coming. Some people are getting saved. 
But is that it? Is there not anything more? I'm hearing that you're doing something in Argentina. Now, if you read Pastor Kilpatrick's story, he'd seen angels and he'd seen that stuff, but it sort of faded away and went into the darkness or something. So Steve was very influential in my life. He's talking to this pastor up here. The pastor's getting unhappy with what he has. And he asked, his story goes, I have his book, called Feast of Fire, I think. He went into his sanctuary, threw his keys down and said, God, if this is it, I'm on television. I'm not satisfied. Got a big church. I ain't happy. Few people getting saved, getting baptized. But I'm hearing that down in Argentina, something is going on that I've that my heart wants to be a part of and wants to see. So he told God, if you don't do something, I'm out of here. I'm done. So because his heart was seeking and he wanted more of this God that was in the Bible, and he's hearing about it down in Argentina, that ancient power was at work. This pastor at the Brownsville Assembly of God started getting led by this voice, by this God of the Argentine. He said, change your Sunday night service from teaching to Holy Communion. And pastor, his story goes, if I do that, I'll lose members. He said, yeah, you will, but you're going to gain some more. Make these banners Tuesday night prayer. Have people go around to the banners and focus on prayer. Teach on revival. What's that? Don't know. Two years, John, Pastor John, did that. He was preparing this atmosphere for ancient power to come down. God is orchestrating things behind the scenes. I don't know anything about it. I'm off somewhere else. But he's working on me. Because I'm dissatisfied in mental health. I'm trying to get in something, my purpose, my calling. Trying to get somewhere. But he's also working with this Pastor John through Steve Hill. And they're trying to do something. So until your heart as a pastor, a leader, a government official... It's not happy with the way your country is going, your church is going, your business, and you throw down the keys and you get on your face and you be willing to walk away from it unless the ancient power of the Argentine revival, the God of the creator of the universe comes down and does something. Can you walk away from the government? Can you walk away from your church? Can you prepare and preach on one topic? So that's what was going on with these two pastors. I didn't know that. I'm just not happy where I'm at as a mental health counselor. I'm being led. Well, eventually what happened is the young pastor, Steve Hill, came up and preached on Sunday morning, Father's Day, 1995, and it all broke loose. Two years, the pastor up here prepared the atmosphere, the people, and it came through. But the stories didn't really go that smooth. 
This young man, Steve Hill, spent, I don't know, five years down in Argentina, came back to the States and was so infatuated and re-on fire with the Lord, seen things that, oh, power, ancient power. He comes back to the Assembly of God Church and starts going around as an evangelist, dead, cold, nothing. Nobody wanted it. He couldn't get it stirred up. The atmosphere wasn't there. Now, he does not know why. A couple years go by, dead, dry. And he ends up, his story told us, he went over to Scotland. He was over in Belarus, going to open a teen challenge. Went into Scotland, heard about this power of God, ancient power, coming down in us some kind of church, so he wanted to go talk to the pastor. And he got there and he see all these men of God laid out in the sanctuary under this power that he had seen in Argentina. And he said, I don't need to talk to you, just pray for me. And power, power came. Got up, comes back to America, it's on fire, and here's what he, his story goes. He said he talked to his wife. I think her name was Jerry Hill. I never really got to know her very well. He says, let me pray for you. And she said, oh, I never fall out. Power never touches me. God doesn't. But go ahead. He did a power. Oh, she fell out. Ancient power was moving. The power that they had seen in Argentina that produced miracles, that agitated and came against the demonics in the people, hit them both. So, we had a pastor getting a church ready. We got changing things around. Losing members, ready to throw in his keys. You got a me, mental health counselor over here, unhappy. Getting shut out, getting my hand slapped for giving people a Bible. Got a young man who tried to serve up to the, the assemblies of God what he found in Argentina. I didn't want it. Dead, dry, ain't going. So Father's Day, 1995 came, and it hit. Ancient power came. Pastor John Kilpatrick's story is his mother had just died. He loved her, he was, uh, and she had been dead for about six or eight weeks. He was still mourning it, very exhausted. Had never, had, you know, she had been the rock of his life, and he just couldn't even preach on Father's Day, 1995. Pastor Steve was to preach Sunday night. But Pastor John said, can you do Sunday morning? So he gets up. Now, I'm not there. There's a tape on it on YouTube. He tells his story. He's like a wild stallion. Remember, two years this pastor prepared the people. They all come forward. You'll see it on YouTube. The Father's Day outpouring. The ancient power coming down. Come back that night. Some people didn't even leave church that night. It, it goes back, if you study the ancient Hebrew text, it's that power that was in the Holy of Holies where people had to wear a bell on their thing because they could fall out. And it was the same power that did the, 12, the 10 miracles in Egypt against the 10 demonic strongmen. The same power that created the earth. And that power came down on Father's Day, 1995. I happened to 
see it in the newspaper and went off to Canada with my family, came back, missed it by six weeks. And one night, Friday night I went, never had been inside the church, had been going to a Lutheran church. And uh, two choirs were there. It was so loud, I'd never heard such loud music before. Sat next to some elderly couple, and Steve, don't know what he preached on, gave an altar call. Went. Got on my knees and cried for 45 minutes. Don't know why, don't know how. This ancient power called agape love was working and cleansing and doing something. I don't know. Nobody talked to me. Remember, I've been saved since I was four years old. So I go back and sit next to this couple. They say, now go get prayer again. I go, okay. So I go up my side like prayer, and a little hand came up like this. I'll stand to the side. Just gently touched me on my forehead. And ancient power hit me. I'm out. I'm down, flat. Can't open my eyes, can't move my arms. I'm going, what in the world is going on? Never heard about it, was not afraid, felt peaceful. After a few minutes, I got up, went back, and sat down with the couple again. I said, go get some more of it. I go, more of what? More power, more presence of the Lord. What's that? So I walked up again. Some sweet person, I don't know who they were, gently touched my forehead and said, touch her. Boom, down to the ground. Power had touched me. What was it? Oh, no. I was laying next to a man in a black tuxedo. I can hear everything. Cannot open my eyes. Cannot move. Was not afraid. When I was finished, I had to crawl in my dress on my hands and knees to get back to the seat. I felt like I had been in a drunk state and had drinking alcohol and wine, which in my other life I had. I was drunk as a skunk, but I hadn't drank anything. But I went home, barely, don't know how, something had to help me, I think. Later I learned it was some angels helped me to my car and drive me home, that some ancient power had touched me that I knew nothing about. All I knew, I was changed. I wanted more and more. So I started going back. I took my son uh, the next night, I think Saturday, or Sunday night after we had gone to this Lutheran church. And I told him, and he was afraid, but I held his hand and he went down. Now I wasn't going to get prayer, but I got and I went down. From that time on, I fell in love with this power. It was sweet. It talked to me. Never afraid. I got up and each time I was different. Never got hurt, even with glasses on. I have no idea. That went on for a year. Ancient power was at work. Evangelist, which seen it work in Argentina, who got dead, who got dry, got relit, worked with a pastor, prepared his church and you know what for six months the pastor was out he'd come into church he was so devastated emotionally after his mother passed away. he just sat on his chair and he, that was the end of him so this young evangelist had to 
do all the work. We had, then we had choir members and we had ushers who were prepared and we had prayer team people who had cloths. I don't know. I'm just going after something they called the glory of the Lord, some ancient power. No explanation, but the call from this young Steve, who's now in heaven, was God wants to touch you. He loves you so much, but there's some things in the way. These were people that believed in him. Some, a lot of them weren't. We got to clean out some stuff. That's right. Come down here. Let him touch you. I went to every altar call. I don't know what I confessed, but I just wanted more of this power. I wanted more of that presence to touch me. I didn't even know where it was touching me, but it overtook my physical body. And I eventually got where I would be laying on a floor for two and a half hours. It was wonderful. I was dealing with an ancient power. And I didn't know what it was. I had to go and study and look up books. But guess what happened? During this time, any time this ancient power, the glory of God, the glory, the presence of this most high God of agape love shows up, the enemy, another ancient power, Satan and his strong men, they hear about this. And they send in their people. They'll send in witches. They'll send in the cult. They'll get people on staff that really serve him. And that's how my journey began. Laying on the floor in a dress. Repenting for things. Asking God to cleanse me and clean me. I'll tell you how he did and how he did this power. He used this power to do deliverance on me. Laying on the floor one night and I my eyes are closed so I'm in the spirit and I see him laying in a crystal river do I know where I'm at no this water is just washing over me and I see a golden hand golden sponge and it's going scrub 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 then a golden light bzzz drying me out and then I hear this now you're clean for my work Strange, but ancient power was at work. I had to go to books. What's the power of God? Glory of the Lord. What is this? They called it slain in the spirit. I was never afraid. I had an open mind because I knew that I was being led. I trusted this ancient power. I know I was getting ready to do something to help people the Lord's way. Now, at the time, he doesn't say, I, I need you to come to the altar and get slain in the spirit. And I need you to read this book and because that's He doesn't do that. You just kind of know you're supposed to go to this church, praise and worship, listen to the sermon. If it touches you, go to the altar. I must have gone to the altar for five years. He was cleaning and cleaning and bringing to my remembrance and dealing with things in me five long years. And I realized that most believers don't do that. Too much pride in the way. Steve was told a wonderful story. 
about his time in Argentina when he was asked by God to go visit a storekeeper and he put it off and the guy went down. And God made him feel, because you didn't go. God is in the business of getting people reconciled back to himself, getting them so upon their earthly death they don't go down. And Satan loses. And the victory on the cross that was paid for gets what it paid for, people. <coughs> Excuse me. So ancient power I had to meet. I had to read about it. I had to study it. Went to many different churches to watch it. Watched it on YouTube. Then God took movies and I started studying. Ancient, like the Lord of the Rings, old Gandalf. When these things, these movies started coming out, it was like he's showing me. Okay, the Matrix, we're going in the spirit. What's the spirit stuff? I don't know. What's moving in the spirit? I don't know. But I ran into some ancient power. The good ones, the good stuff. I saw angels. I knew they were around. I could hear God talking to me. Go to the Bible. Okay. That's supposed to happen. Go to church. Worked a full-time job. Raised a son. Had parents alive. Brother living with me. It was not easy. But because I was getting prepared to help people in a different way. I was on a fast track. I was traveling as fast as I could go. Reading six books at one time. Didn't know much about this power. Not here every once in a while they preach about witches. What's witch? Don't know. What's the occult? Don't know. What's a high priest? High priestess? Psychic? Don't know. But I had to learn. So after a year or so, I applied to be on the prayer team. So I could just do the altar call because I had been receiving this ancient power, this touch of him. I loved it. So I thought I would just kind of venture out because I didn't know how to do anything. So Carmen, he was an artist. He was friends with the youth pastor. And uh, he was coming to town and they needed altar workers. So I went and volunteered. And I got, well, I don't know how to do this, but they're teaching us. It was free. So I volunteered. <clears throat> that was my first thing, and to be in a partner with the ancient power. Then I volunteered to be on their prayer team, thinking when people give care, I'll just give them a little card, a little book, just say sweet little prayer, and that was it. Because I did not know anything about this other power. And I what didn't believe I was applying for to be on the prayer team. But when I got into the interview, they said, oh, no, this is so you can touch somebody. I go, me? I was so afraid. I had been receiving it. But now on this prayer team, this power was going to travel through me, out through my words, through my finger, and touch somebody else. Never. Never in a while. What's this got to do with helping people? So we were trained. One little finger. We had to wear certain outfits. You couldn't wear pants. Couldn't show your butt. Uh, you could wear a dress. Wore flats. Had a partner. I would stand in front and they, it could be a he or she, 
stand to catch you in case you fell. I would have to tell some people, spit your gum out, your, your tic-tac out, put it in my hand. I had to separate people's hands because as I grew in the power, so the very first time I said, touch them, Lord. I'm going to do this to you right now. I'm going to do it and put my hand right at the camera. Wherever you are, you will feel that ancient power touch your spirit and bring that blanket glory and sweetness. Touch them, Lord, as you did me. Bring that blanket of sweetness on their spirit. And wherever they are physically, do your thing. Touch them, Lord. That was our prayer. We were under a lot of rules. We couldn't do much else, which was fine. The first time it happened, I was shocked that this God I had been receiving his power from this touch, whatever that was, which they didn't really have time to explain it. It's get down here, get this stuff out, get right, let him touch you, and go home, change your life. So I had to study. They didn't have time. We were in church every single night. And then one night of the week, we were in prayer. We had a prayer meeting. Now we're all working jobs, we all got family. And this went on in my life for five to ten years. I ran into an ancient power. And it started coming through me. Started touching people. Just like it touched me. Now what I started noticing was that people would cross their arms, chew gum, start speaking in a strange language and I had to tell them to stop. They were trying to work it up. I said, you don't have to do anything. This power, this ancient love, he's here. He wants to touch you. Now, I never really understood if he was coming through my words, coming through my body. I didn't know and nobody's explaining it. I was a conduit. And we were to touch lightly. So if something happened, like you jerked, you fell out, you started crying, you fell down or whatever, you couldn't blame the prayer person for doing anything. The touch was too light. And so we were trained to let God do whatever he wants to do. Now this was such a lightning bolt, such a fire kindled here in Pensacola, Florida, I think there was some prophecy about it, I don't know, that it drew the attention of the occult, the Satanists, the witches, and they started coming. And they would come in and start praying curses against it. And we would hear about stories of hell and how this God did not want anybody going there. So I started praying for the most severely spiritually abused, held in captivity, the witches, all of the people that did not know about him. And I just cried. I spent months and months crying, even on when I got on the deliverance team. This power, this ancient power, was allowing me to feel his heart them. They started coming. 
Oh, they came in their outfits, believe me. And they came, and we just dealt with them. We had a well-trained usher team. We had a deliverance team. We knew what to do. Bind those other ancient powers stuff up. That's how I ran into, because I was became on the list to take me out. This family that was uh, uh, sent here, somebody was here. They were part of what they called the Black Forest Clan, a big powerful clan of witches and Illuminati and Brotherhood out of Germany, the Black Forest. And uh, they were sent in to take me out. Why? I don't know. I was loving people, praying for them. But something was happening and I learned this love was reaching people. They could feel the ancient power calling them and drawing them and touching them in the spirit realm. So I ran into them and there'll be another one. So when the ancient power called to God be loved, the presence of God, the creator that shows up, it'll take Satan, the other ancient power, he's not quite as big, to show up, he'll make a plan, a counterattack. He will send in people that are close. There's always covens around. There's always people to find out who's who. Try to get them on staff, separate people, take it down, stop it. And uh, he goes to work. So you have what you call power encounters. Okay? So this ancient power I ran into. Was it the glory of the Lord? Yes. What's that? Was it agape love? Yes. Was it an open heaven? Yes. Well, how could demons come there? They can still go to heaven now. They are not kicked out. They can go up and down. Okay? A lot of people say, well, light and dark can't be in the same place. They're both on planet Earth. Light and dark can be in a human being. You can have flesh and carnal nature darkness your soul can be unchanged not renewed darkness and yet be saved because the set salvation part is for your spirit and what it says is does your spirit believe that this Christ this Jesus this ancient teacher prophet what is he is he just a man is he just a prophet just a teacher or is it or is he the son, which means offspring, of the living God? The king, as he told Pontius Pilate, of the kingdom of heaven. If you believe that, you're saved. The other parts of you may not be renewed. They may still be in religion. You may be on your deathbed, and that's all you believe, and you're out of here. A lot of people like to judge us on our behaviors and what happens if you never get taught that. And that's the only thing you have is that belief. He'll take it. He paid a price for that. You may get up there and just be a baby, but that's okay. You ain't going down there. So I ran into this ancient power. And I started, it started moving through me. Now they talked about it being the power of this Holy Spirit. Not a force, but the Holy Spirit. What was it doing? Touching somebody through me. Some days when I prayed, I'd sweat. It was like fire. I would shiver. I would shake. 
I, my physical body sometimes could not contain itself because the power was coming out of my spirit, being released through my soul and through my physical body. I was like a conduit, whatever you want to call it, making a connection between two things. The ancient power, and I had to study it. And I would be exhausted, but it was wonderful. Some people responded differently. They would uh, jump like they got hit by lightning, or they would shriek, or they would sing. Some people would just fall out. I don't know. So, who knows? Some people danced. What was God doing? I don't know. Not my business. When an ancient power that this Steve Hill and Jerry Hill found down in Argentina showed up in 1995, I missed it by six weeks. But it changed my life. It helped me to kickstart me into what I was supposed to do. I had to get comfortable with that power. I had to be under authority of the prayer team, under the deliverance team, under the pastors. I could not abuse that power. We had people getting in trouble, sneaking into the sanctuary, trying to save a spot. And we were told not to do that. They were getting in trouble. You couldn't do certain things. You had to wear certain dress. I learned authority. I learned to be right under the pastors. I actually had to sit on the platform right behind Pastor Steve and Pastor John because they wanted a person on the deliverance team to sit on the platform and look out and be ready to go. Most of the time, once I got on the deliverance team, I didn't see much of the services. I was called to the bathrooms, out in the parking lots, uh, into the desk, into the men's bathroom, over in other buildings, off in offices, the usher room. I couldn't get prayer a lot. They'd wake me up. They'd get me up because the demonic spirits that were running into this power were manifesting means they were ticked off and they were putting on a show. And most of the time, the people that were doing it had no idea that they had these ancient powers of strong men from the demonic kingdom of darkness in them. They didn't believe in them. But when their eyes were rolled back in their head, they're laying on the floor, hissing like a snake, barking like a dog. They are usually not there consciously. They are knocked out, and I'm dealing straight with a demonic spirit. Then when we get that thing taken care of, we got to deal with the person. They don't know anything about it, don't believe in it, it's not taught to them. And the pastors were coming to the class. They were seeing this thing occur. They were getting teaching. The coordinator was going to churches and conferences, trying to help the other churches. Because when this power shows up, the other ancient power is going to show up, and he's going to be touched. So I wanted to bring this to you. That in my journey and yours, 
you're going to have to run into the ancient power. Right now, I want to do another prayer that we used a lot in deliverance. I'm going to, Father, touch them. Bring some healing. Clear out some of the rooms. Father, when they're on the grid, take them off. Unplug them as you did Neil from the matrix. And now, Father, touch them with your blanket, your sweet blanket of glory and love. Let them feel your warm, sweet love pouring in. Father, this is your work. It's what you paid for. It's what you want. Do your thing to whoever's here, whoever's listening, when they watch this, let them run into you, the ancient power of healing and deliverance, of love, safety, and deal with the other ancient power that's been blocking them. Move that darkness. In the name of your son that went to the cross, who gave everything he had, so you, Father, could have all your heart's desire all of humanity for they are your inheritance your majesty show them your love and power become the ancient power for them now that they may see not to rely on governments not to rely on NGOs or the UN or to rely on money but you have made a way through the earth your ancient power, that they will learn. They will turn to you. I trust you. You will do the work. Thank you. All right. I'm going to try to do another one if I can. Check with you later. Bye.